Tom Nardone here for another exciting episode of The Tom Nardone Show. If you are here to learn more about the science of ADHD, then turn around and go back the way you came. Go to uh, ADHD Rewired or somewhere like that. Mm -hmm. I'm here with Yvonne again. Hello, everybody. Two shows in a row. Yeah. That's outstanding. Good to have you back with us. Thanks. Because you're, you know, you're a part of the show. Yeah, a little bit. <laughs> we have a guest today uh, on the show, which we uh, usually usually don't do. Uh, Margaret Margit Crane. Uh, Margaret, how are you? I'm great. How oh, are you? We're both doing really well. Cool. Uh, we uh, met. Okay, first, I'm, I I meant to ask you. Uh, when I got your your message, but how did how did you hear about me or or the show or what? Well, how did you find out about us? I'm not sure. <laughs> you just saw me on. I guess I was you must know, must have it been was like one of those ADD things where you go like you're here and then you go there and then you go there. You know. Okay, but you did get a chance to uh, do a little binge listening. I did. I love that word. <laughs> you know. <laughs> The first time I heard the word binge watching was Yvonne had said it. I thought she coined it, but then I realized a lot of people were using that word after that. And I think I might have even given her credit for that on on my blog. But uh, anyway, the first time I heard the word binge listening was in regard to my our podcast. So, that, so I really love that word because of that. So I'm glad you got a chance to. Uh, I'm I'm definitely glad you uh, got a chance to find out exactly. Uh, you know what it is that that you're in for today because it's certainly not like uh, other shows that you'll have been on or will no doubt find yourself on so probably uh why don't you tell everybody what you do before we get started with today's show topic which by the way is going to be about uh public transportation this was of course inspired uh by an, an experience that Yvonne uh was had recently gone through while she was using our public bus system here in Greenville, South Carolina. So, Margaret, Margaret, tell everybody who you are and what it is that you do. I am an ADD coach. I was uh, a teacher and a school counselor for 30 years. Um, I was diagnosed with ADD in 1980, long time ago. So, yeah. I've been working with um, kids with ADD and their parents for a really long time. In a school setting, and then I, uh, well, long story, which I can tell you if you want, but yeah. I ended up leaving teaching and school counseling and started my own business. So I work primarily with families, but I also have a lot of, um, this is really kind of weird, but a lot of new fathers who hmm. have ADD or ADHD because, like, they might have their own business or something like that. And they have a schedule all set, and mm -hmm. then the baby comes, and there are more expectations, and so they don't know how to manage the baby with the work. It's really interesting. Mm -hmm. So, um, so I have a bunch of those too. So, do you work mostly with the uh, with families, or rather yeah. than individuals? Yeah, um, I ha I tried working like just with the kids, but it doesn't work unless the parents are on board. I mean, and my definition of not working is that they can pay me money forever and then it'll work, but 
that seems unethical to me. You know, like, let's get you in and out and taken care of. So it goes faster if the whole family participates. Is it mainly ADHD um, focused? It's all ADHD. It's all ADHD yeah. focused? Yeah. And uh, also, you <clears throat> you have a a blog, and I, actually, I'm glad I remembered to say that because that's one of the things I wanted to. In addition to the um, public transportation stuff, there's something else I want uh, you to talk about in a minute. But tell everybody about your your blog and what it is you do there. Um, yeah, so I have a blog. I also have books. Um, I, I do. A, it's like I have an ADD business. I do a lot of stuff. Um, mm -hmm. So the blog again. Primarily, um, it's part parenting tips and then it's part um, like my own experiences um, because I find that all these really not fun things that happen to me are really good for blocking about mm -hmm. and I can just do some sort of like, oh, I'll just relate it to parenting and what people need to know about parenting an ADHD child. So it's really fun, actually. Okay. Now... There was one, I asked you to send me the link to an article that, that you had written that uh, when I, because I didn't know anything about you. Now, you sent me, um, are you an F-U ADDer or an F-me ADDer? And I was right. talking with the, uh, is that, did I get the title right? Yeah. Or close enough? Okay, I was talking yeah. with Yvonne about that, and she went ahead and, and said whatever she was, but before she says that now I want uh, why don't you talk about what the difference is according okay. to you what it is right yes so the FU um, ADHD -er is going to be like get out of my way I have stuff to do um, I don't really care what you think of me I'm going to do this anyway um, typically as adults those are going to be those like really odd like um, Mark Cuban entrepreneur type people who just they have ADD but they've made like a crap ton of money um, so those are the FU ones they can also be the ones that cause more um, drama in a house mm -hmm. um, the F me ADHD -er is going to be like um, I suck I'm a loser um, I'm not going to amount to anything it's that's Tom. Yes. They're like me. He said that, too. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So, and, yeah, so it, it kind of depends on, like, it, it explains the difference between somebody who has ADHD and, like, excels and somebody who has ADHD and um, just can't figure out what to do with life. So where do you fall in on this, Yvonne. I'm the FUer. Yeah, that's what I kind of mm -hmm. figured. Just, mm -hmm. you know, except it's not... I wish that you were more like what Margaret described here. Now, you know, get out of my way. I've got things to do. It's never It's never that, is it, though? It, it wasn't when we were moving along. I said, no, get the hell out of my way. Get, get in my way and get involved with this. Get yourself outside and, and you know, get these stupid mushrooms up. You know, out of the ground. And why? Okay, why couldn't you just mow over the mushrooms? Because it'll spread the the uh, the uh, what do they call them? Um, spores. The spores all over the lawn, and then we'll have more. But the lawnmower has a bag on it. 
no, it, it, we're mulching. Okay, now see, that's the other thing I wanted to bring up, and this is just uh, off the subject a bit, but when I used to cut the grass, and Brett used to cut the grass. You used to have to bag it. Yeah, you made us bag it. Now, when you mow it, there's no it. need for it to be bagged. Now, how do the needs of our lawn, how are they changed by the person pushing the mower? How does How does one correlate to the other i'm just curious i don't know as much about well, horticulture as you do well we can't get in the backyard to empty it or i would have emptied it you could have bagged but they, it they you could did have all got garbage bags back and there put them to the street like the morons in the when i grew up did. well i don't think that's right i think it's good for the grass to mulch it anyway so so now our grass is needing mulch whereas it once did not well yeah i guess so yeah it sounds like bullshit to me yeah it is okay <laughs> um well, M- Margaret, I'm glad uh, we were able to give you an opportunity to talk about what you do. Now, it's time <laughs> for the Tom Nardone Show to begin. And Yvonne, ha- having come up with the subject for which we will be discussing, uh, you may bring us into this, Yvonne. Let's talk about your experience on the city bus and the yeah. things that you learned I well in high school I rode the city bus occasionally um, it wasn't a big deal it was like 70 cents or something like that you know now it's like two dollars and fifty cents to ride it one way it's ridiculous um, and uh, I was going there with my son we both didn't know how it worked or anything and no there was no nothing online that would tell you anything and I called the transit authority and they could tell me very little so I basically got, you know, the information together and found a group of people that had ridden the bus, and we, they kind of told us the bus lines to use. But it's so convoluted the way to figure out how to even navigate the whole bus system to begin with. And there's not even maps inside the bus to show you where you are or where you're going. There's no labels or anything, or it doesn't say next stop is this or, or that. You have to know when your stop is coming, even though you don't know where you're going. Um, get to so, get get to the scary part. Well, it's the people at the bus stop is yeah. really, really, really um, seedy. Uh, you you actually learned a new word. A strip is strip. A, some kind of drug drug. We, we looked thing. We looked it up. Yvonne uh, appealed to me for for whatever reason because you know I have I have and the, the truth is I have literally no background or any education in drug slang lingo mm-hmm. uh, I have you know never done drugs ever and the uh, I don't know why and even in high school I guess because of the kind of clothes I wore and the people I hung out with people always assumed that I knew a lot about that uh, so I don't so I looked at everything I learned everything I know about drugs was learned from HBO's series The Wire okay <laughs> And I didn't know what a strip was, so I looked it up on the, uh, I think it was the Urban Dictionary. Uh, And it apparently is a piece of paper that contains one or several uh, hits of LSD on it. So you were correct in your assumption that you were listening to a drug deal. Actually, just like the guy was talking about. Anything, yeah, right? he, had a, he was like all strung out and everything, but he had this this phone, this phone that looked like it cost about you know eight hundred dollars, you know, and you know he's you know riding the bus, 
it just it just didn't make any sense to me the you know the economy of it you know now my only experience with public transportation is and something that uh, Margaret has done as well is the bus line in in Hawaii which actually pretty nice I mean it's wasn't that bad I I mean you know no I mean they're just nice people and that's coming from a person that was in the military and they typically don't like military people over there mm-hmm. they don't I mean they don't like to you know say that out loud but that is the truth mm-hmm. and uh, they uh, I never really had any any trouble with that now Margaret you rode the mm-hmm. bus system in on Oahu uh, a lot yeah. Yeah, we we went to Oahu. Um, I actually was taking a class at Punahou um, School, and we made sure that we stayed on the bus line so I could just take the bus to the classes every day. Mm-hmm. I really love the bus, I have to say. And one day, and we didn't rent a car or anything, so one day we were going to Ala Moana Mall, and we missed the stop. And we ended up going like through Chinatown and all over the place. We went to the end of the line and the bus driver was like, so where did you want to get off? And we were like, all of Moana Mall. And he said, oh, that you missed that one a long time ago. And so we took the bus mm-hmm. back. And there were people on the bus that were like, there was this old woman and she was talking about what a beautiful couple we were and going on and on. And people would ask like, they got into conversations because we were on the bus for so long. And I liked it. I thought it was fun. We both did. And nobody even made eye contact on the buses we were going on. Yeah. It's, yeah. It, and I yeah. guess it's hit or miss. I mean, that's that's the real risk of it. That's, I mean, you, you may be, so it's like on an airplane. I, when I, I, I won't fly now. I'm just scared of flying. Nothing to do with 9-11 as far as I know. It's just, I don't know. I just developed this fear of flying, and I, I just know in my heart that I will never ever ever fly on a plane again i just don't want to ever do it and i i, I don't think, mind flying i just hate the airports you know it's just it's frightening to me it's just i don't know i guess i feel completely out of control but yeah. i remember when i did fly and it, it didn't bother me uh i'd be sitting there i always got there i was always right there got there early always and because missing my plane i just wouldn't know how to then i'd have to do all kinds of <laughs> you know, figuring stuff out, and I just didn't want to ever bother with it. So I'd get there like two, three, four hours early. I didn't care. And I got there, and I, I remember I would always be the first one in my seat in my row, pretty much. And then uh, I was just worried about who's going to end up sitting next to me. You know, is he going to talk the whole time? And is is he going to be an interesting person, or is he going to be somebody that I have to, you know, say, excuse me, but I, I really just don't want to listen to you talk anymore. You know, I wouldn't, have, I probably wouldn't have said it like that. But that's exactly what I would have been thinking and, you know, probably trying to build up the courage the whole flight and never do it. But um, taxi cabs, I've I've been in very few taxi cabs. And I, I, I don't have a bad bad experience with, with, with taxi cabs except, uh, of course, in Tijuana, you know, mm-hmm. uh, when we were down there. And I don't even know why we took one. Uh, I guess because there was like a hundred of them. Uh, at the mm-hmm. uh, at the entrance, and he drove us like a mile and a half, and it ended up being like forty bucks. And then he mm-hmm. starts talking in Spanish, and the only word that I was able to make out was policia. And uh, I figured, well, let's just pay the guy because you know, I mean, I guess if the cops got a choice to believe him or believe us, you know, he's definitely gonna 
believe this guy. So we spent forty dollars to uh, to <laughs> to uh, to run a mile and a yeah, half. Yeah, to go a mile and a half. So wow. you know that wasn't a, that wasn't really great either. But the train. Have you ever ridden the train, like to go travel somewhere? I totally love the train. I mean, I'm enamored of the train. And you have been on trains to go on, like, across the country or whatever. Because, yeah. Because I was talking to some people, and they said they said that the train is not what it's portrayed to be, like, on television at all. It's, like, it's awful. It, it's They're old. They're not kept up. They're, they're, they're tight. They're cramped. And the accommodations are nothing nothing at all like what you'd see it's 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 something it's kind of like i just they describe it the same way that i describe camping you know it's it's made to appear to be very romantic and awesome and you know just really adventurous i guess but it's really just shit well i've never stayed like well i have slept on a train but i wasn't supposed to um there was an empty whatever it's called and i grabbed it um, but then I was kicked out of it. Um, uh, a bonk. I, I yeah. You snuck into. Those. Oh, that's exciting! You snuck into somebody else's room and just empty. went to sleep there. The train was empty, and yeah, that's what I did. There were yeah. That is awesome. <laughs> I would have done that. I would do that. I mean, but what are they going to do? Wake you up? Yeah, that's what they did. That's it. <laughs> they woke me up, and they were like, "If do you want to pay for this?" And I'm like, "No." Did you play dumb, or did you just stand up and admit oh, that... Oh, yeah, totally played dumb. Yeah, that's yeah. what you do. Yeah, oh, I thought you. I thought I could stay in here if nobody else was staying in here. So, um, <laughs> and they said no, and I was like, oh, okay. But, you know, at least today we're fortunate enough to have, um, you know, things like anti... Uh, and it's another thing, you know, I want to talk about today was, you know, being on public transportation, you, you get into these conversations with people that you don't want to have. And there's a lot of people that have a really, really tough time, uh, you know, stopping the conversation, you know, because they just, you know, he just went on and on. Or, or they can't get off the phone when a certain relative is on there. And it's like they're trying to get off the phone for like an hour. Yeah. I know Yvonne's had experience like that before. Mm -hmm. uh, but... It, it's really easier today because, like, for instance, when I go to work in the break room, I really don't care for the break room in the place where I work. So I usually will just go out to my car, but, you know, if it's too hot or I just don't feel like it, I go in the break room, but I always have my headphones. And the headphones are a universal symbol for please leave me the hell alone nothing you mm -hmm. have to say is more important than what i'm listening to right now most people get that and it does work even though there are that that occasional person that thinks that what he has to say is so important that it actually warrants you taking your headphones out and you know like nothing that could be going on in your life is more important than this so they tell you and maybe it is but it's generally not so yvonne but you know you you enjoy it though What's that? Talking to people? Well, anybody. Yeah, I do. I do. I like meeting new people and hearing their stories and asking questions about where we're going. And they might have new ideas and tricks or hacks or whatever. You know, but unfortunately, the bus system, they didn't have anybody that you could talk to that was not dangerous or, <laughs> you know. So, you know, you didn't just, like, see some 
body, you know, maybe shooting up and say, well, okay, well, I'd, I'd like to talk to this guy. No. Let, me, let me just wait mm -mm. for him to roll his sleeve no, back down. No, I not like that at all. No. No? One guy, when we got to the bus stop, one guy was sleeping on the bus stop area, and he had all his groceries all over the bench, so we couldn't sit down there. We had to sit down in the grass next to it. And then, and then when we got up to go on the bus, he was gone, and he never did take the bus. He was just there sleeping. I, I, I don't know how people can sleep out in public. I'd be scared uh, to death. He must have been strung out or something. I mean, you were in a, were you in a cabin, Margaret, when you snuck into that, that bed on the train? Was it yeah, in a I cabin? Yeah, like a curtain. And, oh, okay. Well, I can sleep on a train sitting sitting up. I I. I just put my stuff behind me so I'm like leaning against it and then because I, I can't not fall asleep on the train I'm totally it's like being in the womb it's like I'm mm -hmm. totally lulled by the rhythm of the of the train and everything so I kind of just end up falling asleep but it's the only time like I never slept in class or anything like that because that would be embarrassing I always did. I always had that spiral notebook uh, indentation on my head, you oh, yes. know, when I got up from study hall. Yeah. Or, or that, that. Or the drool. Or, or the radius. The little radius thing on, on my yeah. forehead from the edge of the desk. You yeah. know, and I had the book in my lap, like, you know, they really believe I'm reading my book, mm -hmm. you know. I remember that. You could but, always tell the people that were sleeping, call them out on it, you know. One thing that I saw in Japan when we were over there, we, I got talked into going to uh disneyland tokyo which wow. took three hours you would we had to go take a bus and then a subway and then a cab it just totally wasn't worth it was it clean in tokyo yeah it was and it was just felt dark but anyway on the subway i didn't don't remember much about the bus ride but on the subway subway it's way different than it is here because like this guy was sitting on the subway he had a, a six pack of beer in his sitting on his lap and he was just taking them out of the ring and drinking them and I mean several people were doing this and drinking them and then you know put the empties in his in his bag or whatever but you know just right out it's public drinking I guess is okay and this other lady mm -hmm. I remember it's really the only two things I remember about the subway ride and it was clean but it was this there was these little I don't know they looked like little minnows and they were dried fish min you oh, know, in a bag and she was eating them like it was you know potato Candy chips or something. or something yeah yeah that's gross yeah and that's the other thing in the break room is people bringing their food from their house and heating it up yeah especially when people bring fish in it's not a good thing yeah but you know distracting but I mean it's it's just that's why I like the headphones. I put my headphones on and I'll listen to a show or my music and I'll just close my eyes and hope that everybody respects that. That way, with my eyes closed, I can't. They can't even believe. I mean, they really have to wake me up as far as they know to to tell me. And most people won't. Do. I don't know that anybody's done that. With my eyes open, they'll hey Tom, you know, wave in front yeah. like I'm so. Oh yeah, hey, take my headphones out like. Yeah, hey, really, and I'll tell them sometimes, I'll tell them, hey, really, um, thanks for telling me that, but that was so not any more interesting than what I already had going on, so so thank you very much. I'm going to have to rewind this again and listen to it. Uh, you know, let, let me know if anything really important comes up. And, I'll, and now, see, the thing is, if you're that mean to somebody, they, 
nat- they would not believe anybody would be that mean. Therefore, they think that you're kidding. So you can get away with it, even though in your heart you know you are totally not kidding. But they think you are, so mm-hmm. you get away with it. So don't be afraid to just go over the top with and somebody. And be an asshole. Yeah, you, yeah, mm-hmm. asshole. You know that I read that one book, "Assholes Finish First. Uh, that was a good book. Just saying, <laughs> it really. And it, it rings true in many, many cases. Well, it's the same thing as... Her work would be great. It's the same it thing as the nice people. guys finish last. And that's a fact. You know, mm-hmm. you know, the squeaky wheel gets the oil and all that crap. Machiavellian. Right. It's the F-U-F-Me thing, really. How's that? The ones that say F-U are the ones that finish on top. Well, that's true. That's a good point. Mm-hmm. That's true. Um, now, okay, Margaret. Now, yeah. do you have family members who are like or friends or whatever um i want to broaden the scope so no one can you know less people can think it's them they they just seem will never let you off the phone it's just oh god this person i i have to plot out three hours of my day because i just answered you you, this what you're thinking you pick up the phone and it's that person and you're like oh man and it's noon and you figure okay well i guess if we're done by three o'clock this this will be okay um do you have anyone in your life like that? Yes. Now, it's my sister-in-law, and it's fine because she knows she talks nonstop. <laughs> right. Now, do you find yourself, while she's talking, thinking of ways to get off the phone? Um, so if she calls me, I t- typically I don't really answer to the phone unless it's somebody I can say uh is somebody I have time to talk to or somebody I can say, I only have three minutes. Um, that's a technique I learned. That's just pretty good, actually. Tell mm-hmm. them how much time I have. Just put it out there right in the beginning. Yeah. Okay, that's like, a good I, tip. That's going to help only somebody. I three minutes, but I really wanted to say hi to you kind of thing. Um, so I call her when I have time to talk because we'll easily talk for an hour. And she'll talk about 45 minutes of that hour. <laughs> but she knows, I mean, I love her. She's she's just a wonderful, wonderful person. She just, like, she doesn't breathe at all. She just <laughs> can words together without breathing at all. I don't know. So, yeah, definitely. Now, this is a skill, Yvonne. Yvonne needs some of these. Or not, you do need some I of these. I can't be nice. I know, we'll be, we'll have a mu- movie queued up and somebody will call and I can't. Yeah, I when... Can't. There's just one, this one person that calls, uh, and we're, say we're downstairs watching Netflix, and we finally actually, you know, actually found something that we do both want to watch, and we're watching it. Yeah. Well, typically when the phone rings, uh, Yvonne, where's the, where's the remote? Where's the remote? And then we hit pause, and then she pick, you know, she picks up the phone and says hello, and you know, I kind of can tell who it is because she'll say, oh hi, in the name, and then I know. That it's the movie is over, and mm-hmm. I, I just Yvonne doesn't even look in my direction, doesn't give me any kind of a look because she understands too. I get up, she hits pause, and I get up, and I just walk right out of the room, and uh, that that's that's it. I mean, I, and, and I'm on my own for the rest of the night, pretty much, because yeah. that's just we don't have caller ID here. You know, we're one of the oh. We're probably one of you know fifteen people I buy left. Old phones from one of fifteen people yeah. left in the whole country that don't have you know that actually have a landline, and that's yeah. you know, the number that we typically use for most everything. Uh, so that um, yeah, that's a that's an issue. 
Um, so I would just be like, hey, I'm, I'm watching a movie with Tom. I got to call you back. What time's a good time to call you back? But then the conversation back. goes and they forget. But that is another good idea yeah, because wait. a lot of people will I'm listen to that. Yeah. Just put it on Tom. One mm -hmm. other thing that I have always found effective is while they're talking, what you want to do is you want to think of something very exciting to say, or at least something that, that you feel exciting excited about or can at least act excited about. And then right in the middle of them talking, say, oh, I can't believe I uh, I forgot. To t I haven't told you this yet. No, I'm sorry. Go ahead. Go ahead and finish. And then I'll... Okay, they're, they're obviously just talking as filler anyway for whatever reason. So the fact that you have something that you're that excited about, they will just defer to you and allow you to tell your story. So once you are the one telling them things, that puts you in charge of the conversation. You're, you're basic, they're, they are in listening mode and you are in talking mode, which that means you're in charge. And you just sort of kind of wind your story around at the end say oh man i am really glad that i you know finally got a chance to tell you about this and i i'm i'm and i'm glad i thought of it when i did because i have got to run but uh you know and it's beautiful it's just you just transition right out of the conversation neither party feels slighted at all and it ended with something that you were pretty excited about now that is solid gold and it works every time every time that is great yeah. i'm impressed you just have to take over you know and even in 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 a conversation you know that's how you take over a conversation you just ask questions and then you're in charge so you can just start asking a bunch of questions or just say you got stuff in the oven you got to get it out exactly right or go we set go set the oven you can go set the oven for one minute and go stand right by it and say oh crap he goes <laughs> my kitchen's full of smoke and then, and then just, sorry, I got to go and hang up. Don't even get, they, there's no way you would hang up on them unless it was something big. They would assume because you hung up on them, it was obvious. I mean, no one says, oh, gosh, you know, my, my kid just fell off the stairs and he's lying in a pool of his blood. But listen, I'm probably going to have to uh, take care of this. But listen, I mean, no one does that when there's something that's important. They, they, just, they just go. That's what people do. So you have to do that. You can't, you can't, there's no, no one has, there's no expectation of you being cordial and using your phone etiquette there. It's just, that's what happens. So you have to do that. So if you are going to tell a story like that, you have to sell it in such a way that it relieves you from, you know, all your responsibility as far as uh, being on, on the phone there. I'm going to use that kid lying in blood one because no one will believe that I was cooking. <laughs> uh, yeah. yeah, you could just say you're babysitting. Would they believe that? Yeah, I have two grandkids. There you go. Yeah. And then you just work. hang up. Yeah. Um. <laughs> all right. Well. Um. We went from. Uh, Margaret's public. job and her what her blog and public transportation, and now we're talking about Phone ways uh, ways uh, to okay. politely be rude to people. I guess. <laughs> yeah. That's a I, show. That sounds like the Tom Nardone show. Yeah, it sounds like it's all over the map. ADD. I wanted to say, regarding public transportation, I do not like subways and things like that. Mm -hmm. Those I don't like. Well, BART is okay in San Francisco, but I, there's something about being under 
ground and like it's a platform is scary it's dirty it feels like Mm -hmm. dirty to me and i have a weird germaphobic thing and so i I don't know it just i don't like it i don't like going underground and i don't even like those red line blue line things they have in la oh yeah we have to get on the right car I i love the marta train in atlanta I've never had. It. I've always thought that was a great way to travel. Wow. Uh-huh. I really wish I didn't ever have to drive a car. I wish that public transportation was such that I just never had to drive anywhere. I don't you know? like driving. We should. We should have lived in New York, Yvonne. I should have grew up in New York. I think that way I could just walk to pretty it's much. It's freezing everything. there. That's okay. And that's okay. And, and, and you're selling me big time because <laughs> the same. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> but they have subways. Ew. It's freezing yeah. and it's ridiculously hot. They have subways, hot. they have A trains and a taxi cab. They got it all. Yeah. I'm Everything right. is in New York. Maybe that's where we should move if we ever move. What do you think? Why no, not? That won't ever happen. All right. I hate New York City. Okay then. Well, hey, Margaret, listen, thanks for uh Yeah, thank you. For being on the show. You were a fantastic guest. And what do we uh, we don't have prizes that we give. I was guys. gonna say, no, you don't. You don't. <laughs> all the game show. All you get is a link on uh, the Tom Nardone Show uh, dot com website that will forever be there as a link to your page, uh, which is given to all guests of the Tom Nardone Show. You will be up there with uh, Alan Brown's link and Gina Fenton, the Extreme Mom, and there's one other one, Andrew didn't have a icon for me and when he does he'll send it to me and he'll be there there's one other who are we forgetting alan brown that's it no eric oh eric yeah, yeah of course eric yeah. of course eric of course all right and, and we have a lifelong bond now that can never be broken we do and mm-hmm. and yeah. this conversation will forever uh grace the itunes uh, podcast network mm-hmm. uh, forever mm-hmm. for people to listen to so that's yeah. very exciting. But again, uh, Margaret, really, really cool to meet you and uh, to yeah, have nice you on the to show you. today. Yeah, you guys too. All right. Thanks a lot. You take care. Bye. All right. Bye. Time to go. Okay. I am Tom Nardone. You're welcome. And we will see you next time. Have a great day. Bye-bye. <laughs>